0: A few years ago, my family and I went on a week-long vacation to Cape Cod, Massachusetts. One evening after dinner, we ended up going down to the beach. Not to swim, but just to take a stroll and play around on the beach. While my sister, some friends and I were down by the water, we kept noticing this flash right from behind us. Before long, we realized a really creepy dude was actually taking pictures of us. Once we figured this out, we ran to our parents and started telling them. At this point, he jumped back into his van, only to re-emerge a few seconds later with a totally different camera to begin taking pictures of random scenery. I guess he was doing this to cover up what we had just witnessed, probably in case we confronted him. After we told our parents, we began to head back to the house that we were staying at and we wrote down his license plate. You weren't able to see in any of the windows because they all had curtains over them. We never ended up reporting it to the police, though, because we just weren't 100% sure of anything. Well, a few years later, after that event, that very same man was actually on the news. As it turns out, he was apparently arrested for attempted kidnapping, and he had rope, a bat, and duct tape in his van, as well as a bunch of pictures of children. I'm honestly really glad that nothing happened to any of us that day but it's really freaky to see later down the line and realize what could have happened. During my life, I've had a lot of creepy things happen to me, but I've never been so close to almost being kidnapped before. I had gotten home from school and I felt like going to the store to get some dinner. During this time, I walked around a lot, so I didn't really think of anything weird or really creepy happening to me. I live pretty close to a grocery store, so I thought I would be in and out and get back home before it hit dark. I left around 5.45pm and I told my parents that I was about to leave and to text me if they wanted me to get them anything. I was really happy to go out and take my sweet time on getting what I wanted. Walking really helps clear my mind and going into grocery stores and looking around just really calms me down. So I thought I was going to have a fun night. I was only planning on getting a few small things while I was in the store so I wouldn't have to worry about the bag breaking while walking home. When I was almost done, I saw that my dad had texted me and said he wanted me to get some milk. I thought to myself, well I can just put it in two bags, that should work. But I knew that my time getting home would be slowed down a little bit because I had also bought a 2 liter bottle of soda for myself. I didn't really think anything bad of it because my neighborhood is thought is a really safe neighborhood. I mean besides the burglaries that sometimes happen pretty often. While I was on my way home, my best friend at the time had called me and it was getting really late. So I realized that it would probably be for the best if someone was on the phone with me while I made the walk home. This happened out in October so there were not that many people out walking. I think I'd only saw about two people that were walking besides me that night. I really wanted to walk with one of those people that I saw because I get a little spooked out at night, but she was walking in the other direction. I wasn't really planning on walking around so late, so I wasn't expecting it to start getting dark while walking. I have a really bad habit of taking too long in the grocery store, and I guess I forgot about that when I decided I would walk to and from it. When I was probably about 7 minutes away from my house, there was this big black car that was driving around and it started to drive on the sidewalk right towards me. My first initial thought was this person is a psychopath, but then I remembered that this lady had actually asked me if I needed a ride when I was leaving the store, so I thought that this person probably just wanted to give me a ride as well. My best friend who was on the phone with me at the time was now asleep. So I now didn't have anyone's help to give me advice and I just knew that I didn't have enough time to text my parents. My parents always taught me that if something happens I'm to tell them or call them. So calling 911 just wasn't in my mind at the time. I looked over at the car and I saw that the person was now getting out of their car. I decided to start speed walking instead of running to avoid them from knowing that I was suspicious of them. This is when I then saw what the person looked like. He was white, tall, and really heavy looking. I saw that he had a short beard and a mustache, and he looked like he was wearing a gray shirt and pants. During this time, it was really dark, so I wasn't able to see what color his pants were. When I turned to look back, I was totally freaking out. I had a million different thoughts going through my head, and I just didn't know what to do. I then saw that he was opening his passenger door and grabbing what I am pretty sure to be a baseball bat. My body then turned into fight or flight mode and very thankfully, I chose not to fight. I started to run as fast as I could and kept looking back ever so often. I saw that he was chasing after me now and I started to scream. Thankfully, he didn't seem like a fast runner because he wasn't that close to me. I don't know why, but I only screamed twice, and I actually still have the groceries in my hands, which was a pretty stupid decision if you ask me, but in my defense, I wasn't really thinking at the time. I just wanted to get the hell out of there. When I finally got to the road that my house was on, I looked back and I saw that his truck was still there, but I didn't see him. So I decided to keep running to my house just in case he was still after me. As I got closer to my house, I kept looking back to see if he was there. I really didn't want to risk him seeing where I lived and trying to do some really dumb shit later on. Thankfully, he wasn't there and I finally made it safely to my house. I ultimately decided to not tell my parents because I just didn't really want them to start being overly controlling and not letting me have my freedom anymore. Ever since this happened to me, I've been absolutely terrified of the thought of walking at night but I'm starting to get back into it and I think I'm gonna buy some pepper spray really soon. So the story happened to me when I was about eight years old. I'm 31 now and I'm a female. My elementary school would give students these catalogs that had different kinds of chocolate in them to sell to people every year so that we could raise money for something. Honestly, I don't even remember what we were raising money for because this was so long ago, but I used to really love to sell the chocolate out of that catalogue to my family and friends. We also used to have bake sales and stuff like that. It was really a lot of fun to me as a kid. But anyways, one day me and my sister, who was 10 at the time, decided to go through a couple of our neighborhoods and knock on random people's doors to try and make some sales. Well, that was a big mistake. We didn't realize at the time how dangerous it was for two little kids to go from door to door to complete strangers' houses with no adult supervision, but we had soon found that out. We were a little bit successful, though. I made a few sales, actually, and so did my sister, so that really motivated us to keep on going. Me and my sister knocked on one of our neighbors' door, and the short, kind of chubby man with brown hair answered the door. He said, How can I help you? and he looked to be in his mid-thirties. We told him that we were trying to raise money for our school and that we're selling these goodies out of this catalog and we asked him if he'd like to buy something. He looked at us kind of hesitantly and he asked us weird questions like, what school did we go to, how old we were, do our parents know that we're here right now and really questionable things like that. Of course, we lied and told him yes, but in reality, they had no idea what we were doing. I think I actually do remember him looking at the catalog for a few seconds, then giving it back and saying, No thank you. He wasn't mean or anything, but he wasn't the friendliest guy either. So we just said okay and began to walk away. But right before we did, he then said, I really wouldn't go to anyone else's houses if I were you. You guys should start heading home. I don't think it's a good idea for you kids to be knocking on random people's doors like this. There's a lot of weirdos out here. You kids should just go home before it starts getting dark. And then he just shut the door. He didn't slam it or anything, but he didn't seem like he was a really friendly or social guy. So we were really glad to leave his porch. And of course, we didn't listen to him and kept knocking on people's doors. Maybe about 30 minutes later, me and my sister decided that we were going to go just a few more houses We would then head home afterwards because we knew that our mom would be looking for us soon. She had already thought that we were at our friend's house and we didn't want her to find out that we weren't, so we had to make it quick. But what happened next is something I'll never forget. Me and my sister decided to split up. I went to one house and she went to the one next to it, but we were still close by. I went to the house and I knocked on the door. This older white lady answered the door She had long kinda grayish hair pulled back in a ponytail. She was wearing a t-shirt and jeans and I think she had some sneakers on from what I can remember. She looked to be in her late 50s, maybe even older. She was really friendly though. She had a really big smile on her face and she then said, Hey, how can I help you? I then told her about the catalog and I asked her if she wanted to buy anything. Basically the same line that I used for all the others. She kind of giggled a little bit and just disregarded my question. Then she asked me if I was alone. I then told her, no, my sister's at the neighbor's house. She asked me how old I was and I told her my age. Then I noticed her looking at me for a few seconds, then asking if I wanted some candy. I thought it was kind of weird that she didn't answer my question, but I mean, I was an eight year old kid. Of course I wanted some candy. So I said yes, thinking that she was just going to go get it and bring it to me at the door. But she had actually told me to come in her house because the candy was inside. I felt kind of weird about it, so I told her that I should go get my sister first. She then said, Oh, come on. It's just right here. It'll be really quick. I just want to give you some candy, sweetie. That's all. But I mean, if it was really just right there like she said, then why couldn't she just hand it to me at the door? that was a huge red flag. I still felt a little bit weird about it, but being the young and naive eight-year-old that I was, I said okay and began to step into her house. Literally right before I can get my second foot in the door, my sister came out of nowhere and grabbed me by the collar of my shirt, yanking me back so fast that she choked me a little bit. She pulled me down the stairs and off the lady's porch, and we took off running out of the neighborhood. I remembered that when we finally felt it was safe, We stopped to catch our breath and I was crying. I guess that I was scared or felt bad about the whole situation or something. That's never happened to me before, so I really had no idea that what I did was wrong. My sister sat me down and wiped my tears and she told me that she heard the entire thing. She had actually walked over to the lady's house when she was done next door and that's when she heard her asking me questions about my age and if I was alone. She then hid on the side of the house just listening to her. Then when she saw her trying to get me to come into her house for the candy, that's when she freaked out and then pulled me off the porch and we ran. My sister was a little bit older than me, so she knew a bit better than I did. She told me that in her class a couple days ago, they had apparently watched a video about kids' safety and how to know the signs of a kidnapper or pedophile, and the number one thing that they used to lure in kids is candy. So my sister knew right then that something wasn't right she really did save my life that day i guess we should have listened to the man after all i really do think that he was a guardian angel trying to deliver that message to save my life i just wish we would have listened i am beyond glad that my sister watched that video and had that discussion in her class i think that it's really important that adults talk about these things with kids at home and at school i still to this day wonder what the hell that lady was planning on doing to me Why did she want me to come into her house so bad? Why did she want to give me candy? Why did she want to know how old I was and if I was alone? What if my sister wasn't there to pull me off that porch when she did? And on top of all of that, no one even knew where we were. So if something were to happen to me or even the both of us, no one could have saved us. That's a really scary thought. My guardian angel was definitely watching over me that day. But back to that creepy lady. For some reason, I have a strong gut feeling that she wasn't alone in that house. And I have a really good feeling that whatever she had planned, it wasn't to give me candy. But I'm just really glad that I never found out what it was. So I have a twin and we're very close. We grew up in a small town. Just about everyone knew each other, but that doesn't mean it was entirely safe. We were always taught by our parents to be very wary of strangers and locking doors, as well as never opening the door to strangers. We often stayed by ourselves after school while our parents worked, so we had plenty of experience staying alone. When we graduated from high school, we had moved to the largest city in our state and also attended the state university. We left our home, but we weren't really too worried since we had each other. I guess this is when I share that I don't really know what in the hell made us change our perspective on safety when moving to a larger city with greater risks and weirdos. We've had our fair share of weirdos creeping on us, but our stupid asses never locked our doors. The funniest part about this is that we're absolutely crazy about horror films, so I mean, we really should have known better. Right towards our junior and senior year of university, around 2017-18, to 18, We moved to a cheaper part of the city to save on rent as our part-time jobs at the time only paid so much on campus. It was a really quiet and family area. We also had a tall wooden fenced-in yard so nobody could see in. The place was old but it was really cute and it had some character to it. But most importantly it was really cheap and it was close to a bus stop. It was an old fourplex and after about a year of living there Our security door broke because of rotting wood and I guess our landlord never got around to fixing it despite our requests. The front and only door to the apartment was a door with a wooden door with glass. Anyway, I often walked home from late night studying at school around 3am by myself. I was very careless and so was my sister. I suppose we never locked our doors because my sister was so forgetful that she just never had her home keys with her. I didn't want to worry about her staying outside for hours until I was out of school or work. We never really thought that anything could happen to us, that that was only in the movies, which is why I will say that it was divine intervention or just crazy luck that for that one night for no real reason, the door of our apartment was actually locked. It was on a Saturday night. I can't really remember that well what happened before the ordeal but I think that my sister and I went home after a brief night at a bar having a beer and walking home together. My sister and I never did really have that many friends or acquaintances, let alone tell the one or two friends that we did have where we lived. That was partly because we didn't really have a new or nice place to have anyone over without apologizing. So when we heard our broken and old wooden gate door open right next to our bedroom window at around 4am. We immediately woke up, not alarmed but really confused. Shortly afterwards, we had then heard a knock on the door, and it was very persistent, too. My stupid ass sister walks with her eyes wide open straight to the door and puts her hands right on the lock and door as she's about to unlock it. I'm right behind her and I'm already seeing red flags. There's a guy in a black hoodie covering his face and he's hiding his face away from the neighbor's porch lights so that we couldn't see him. It was all happening way too fast and we had just woken up so we were thinking he was a rare friend of ours or something. I blurted out for her to stop. I went to go grab my phone in a heartbeat. It was a really small apartment too so it wasn't too far. I can hear my sister asking this creep who the hell he was. He said in a calm voice, Just open up. I was able to see that he was fiddling with his phone, but I was hiding behind the hallway right next to the tiny living room area. No, who the hell are you? My sister then asked. He then proceeded to jiggle the door handle. That's when I told my sister I was calling 911. My heart was just pounding like it never has before. The creep then proceeds to say, Look, I know you're alone. He said this with so much ease, it was almost like a whisper. I started freaking the hell out and I began to dial 911 on my phone. My sister starts backing up without removing her eyes from our glass door. She meets me in the hallway and she tells the creepy guy that she's calling 911, but she tells me not to do anything because he's leaving. Sure enough, he simply just says, Oh, okay. And then he leaves the guy even closes our wooden door which let me tell you it's actually like a chore to get that damn thing to close my sister proceeds to tell me that they left but i'm still freaking out and i can't calm down we manage to go back to bed and sometime in the morning we begin to make sense of it all she tells me that when she was close to him what really threw her off was that he was apparently fiddling with his spotify playlist which is a pretty weird thing to do when you're knocking on someone's door. He most likely did this to keep his face down, but my sister caught on quick enough. We ended up calling our parents to inform them on what happened, and of course they totally flip out and they then force us to notify the police. We ended up doing so and a cop shows up to take our complaint, but can't really do anything about it since they were long gone. My sister at the moment was dating a guy who apparently had a family member that had a high position in law enforcement. He was retired, but we got him to help us out by doing some digging. A little while passes, but her boyfriend then shares the terrifying information with us. I'll try to relay this to the best of my ability since I can really only remember so much about it. My sister's boyfriend had a side gig as a bouncer at the college bar street And he said he spoke to other bouncers that told him that they had occurrences that day of some creepy hooded dude following young girls in the clubs. And they were getting complaints from them. Which is probably how he saw us. God only knows why he didn't make his move when we walked home in the dark. The retired family member was only able to relay a little bit of information. Since this wasn't an official case and he could really get in trouble for doing this kind of questioning or research without a warrant. He notified us that there was not only one dude outside our house, but more. Street cameras had indicated that there were two other guys, aside from the one jiggling our door handle, waiting right outside the gate next to our bedroom window, most likely to jump out right as we opened the door. I don't know what their mode of transportation was, but I'm sure they had something big enough to fit captives. He never told us the names of the guys, only that they were under suspicion of trafficking women. I don't really know what possessed my sister and I to lock our doors that night. Had it been opened, the guy could have definitely opened it and taken us. Needless to say, we're now very, very paranoid about locking up at night. I'm very grateful things turned out the way they did instead of the alternative. Please be careful about locking your doors or walking alone at night. This shit really does happen, and it's very real.